Welcome to this week's Silk Grassroots Podcast, the Amateur Footballer, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Keep it simple, get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Amateur Football Podcast with me, Tabriz, the host. Hope everyone is well. So this is a conversation I had with Lloyd Marriott, who's a manager of LSU. LSU are a Vets team. They've got multiple teams. They also have an open age team as well. And I had a conversation with him um, a few months ago. And this is still a relevant subject topic, um, something that we will be continue to what continuing to to be talking about is racism in football, and uh, this conversation is just his is his own experiences with racism, and possibly certain things we can do to to help educate people about you know racism, culture, traditions, etc. So hopefully uh, you guys will enjoy this watch. Uh, again, please like and subscribe. Uh, my name is Tabriz from the Amateur Football Channel. Have a wonderful day. Racism, racism in football, it, in racism in in any sport, it's not nice, regardless. So I've not got, a, I'm not here to cheer on racism. That's definitely one thing. And I, I, if I was to pour out my heart on it, you, you probably would have edit the actual the the video. Because that, uh, it's a hard one. It's a hard one, but it, it it is it's wrong. It's definitely wrong. It's definitely wrong. But it's something that I've kind of accepted, to be honest with you, Tabriz. Because I've actually grown up like doing schoolboys, and 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 we was called the blacks. You know, the white boys was told don't let the blacks win, or and just to. G them on. We thought it was all right. We had a coach down there, Tom Wallace. My friend Vaughan brought me down to. This guy actually showed me the most love, like straight away. Tracks you everything, training, and I was in training, and there was about say four or five black youngsters. Not many pros. I don't think there was one pro. I learned. I learned. I, I did learn. I learned a lot down there, but racism was down there. Come off of the train one day and we had to go there in six weeks holidays. So when everyone was like, we had to go football every day, every day. There was no play clubs or whatever, you know, school holiday, you're straight, straight at the club, five days a week. So anyway, we was come off the train and it must've been about three of us, me and my good friend Vaughan and another guy, Neville, he's actually, on the, he plays on the circuit as well. I've come across Neville in the leagues. He's a player I'd like to have actually. Um, yeah, and we've, you know, like, a guy's driven past and he shouted out to us get that tracksuit off I will kill you you know like I was actually scared I was 15 at the time 15 just before I was 16 and I was like I've never experienced that these are the fans that support we're in their tracksuit and they've made me feel scared you know my, my, my friend Vaughan he just put his arm around me he's a bigger boy than me Vaughan you know he put his arm around, I said, don't worry about them, bruv, everything's all right. We just went football like normal. But anyway, long story short, you're just there. A couple of days I was into it, week went by, 
and I started realizing a couple of things in football. And this is this has got a, when was this? This was um, I was 60, so it's got to be like 95s, 95, 96. So yeah, they, we used to be quick. The black players were quick, but the coach used to say he used to put us together to do relays. But back in back then, you'd think you thought he was doing it just to inspire the white kids to run faster and train harder. But when you reach a mature age and you look back at it, I, I was disgusted. I wouldn't say I was disturbed by it because I don't really care. I know how to handle it. I've, I've grown up in football, so I, I've, I've, I've seen that. So, you know, I know it's still there, but it's, it's just, it's so deep. Then this is why, I, what I'm saying, it doesn't start from the, from the pitches. See, when I tell you, it starts when I got off the train. So when I got off the train, I was exposed to the community. So regardless of how tracksuit on, you know, that is the first time I ever, ever come across racial abuse. So it's the community, and this is why I said to you before, that I'd like them to do more for, for racism in football, in grassroots football. Because I don't think it should be at the, just at the top, because when John Barnes talks about it, he don't talk about us. You know, so I'm not gonna sit here defending John, but I, I feel I, I, I'm a black man. So if I see racism in football, it will burn me regardless. I love the way Raheem deals with it. You know, I love that because you shouldn't sit there and just take it. You know, but I also think if they can, when John Barnes and Jason Roberts and the guys of kick out racism in football talk of like racism starts in the community, they are right. But grassroots football, if you go, if you really check it, we're in the community. So I think that that we could have a little, you know, just anything, just a little kick out, your, kick out racism out of football, just on our jersey. Just order them. What's it going to cost you to do that? Give us a sign and let us put it by the side of the pitch. Boom. That sign will be in Eltham, in Kidbrook, places where we play, places where you'll have the BMP. So it would be nice if we could actually. Ha that I think that would be a great start because it will be in the community. You know, our kids have... Grassroots Football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. ...actually suffered racism at football from like in areas like that. Our kids, and they've come back and told us what some what, what a kid has said from a you know from another team and we I, I teach my son like son just don't react to it it's nothing you know it's nothing you just you you're a king and he wants to be you and that's all it just hurts him because he's not so you don't need to react to it you know but yeah I'd like I'd like to see them start in the community in grassroots football it's not just like I say it happens in the pro game this ain't no secret, it's there every day. It's no secret, so all these players, all these ex-players coming out and talking about it, you know, <laughs> you're not teaching me nothing. It's there, we see it on telly. We see that on telly, you know? But you gotta start it from the community, yeah? You can't, they got a lot of protection. They got like thousands of stewards, police, all kinds over there. And yeah, they can take it. Plus, you know, they get paid. £400,000 a week to take that. You call me anything. You just throw a banana, catch that shit and eat it. 400 grand a week, give me that. 
You can do that every week. I don't care. You can do it every week. Cause that's how I'm gonna eat my four hundred thousand pound every week. Keep doing it. You're getting paid to do it. It ain't nice, but we're not we're not spoiled out here. So you got if you're gonna pay me them sort of wages, for me you're protecting me as well. With the pulleys, the security, with the tunnel, you know, any player, anyone comes off the pitch, you're gonna get tackled by thousands of police, thousands of stewards, and if you get hit, you're gonna sue anyone. Do you understand what I'm saying? But what about us who turn out to these grounds and then no one's been vetted? And if someone calls you a black whatever, it's either how do you deal with it? You're gonna put on the spot. Am I gonna make this a big thing? Am I gonna get a, a natural reaction? Shall I defend my colour? Shall I defend my, 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 my ego right now here, you know? So really, that is the real test. That is the real test, because we're not getting nothing for it, mate. So yeah, racism in football, I think it should start with us, because there's a lot of black clubs out there. And another thing I'd like to say as well about racism in football, if you don't mind. So I, I, I'd love to see all black clubs because I'm not, not just all black clubs, but you know, there's a lot of black clubs out there that are badly, they've got a bad stigma because they're a black club or they'll blow up or they'll get angry or we talk a certain way or you know, uh, we express ourselves loudly. And then if obviously 24 black men, 22 black men's on the pitch same time and then it comes together, there's a lot of noise there. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's a lot of passion as well. But I'd also like us black clubs to be aware that racism exists so that's all right if it exists there but let's not fight each other you know let's not fight each other because the black pros they don't fight each other you know they don't care now they, they even make comments in the commentary oh you wouldn't see roy king doing that you know like when the t you see two men hugging what's wrong with hugging your brother you're not going to war you're not flying warplanes around you're going to play a football match he's not asking him for, for to, to, to let him go past him you compete as a footballer why can't he hug his brother you know, the commentary, they don't like you seeing that, they hate it. So there's, you know, there's a lot of ways that I've seen it. And it starts in the grassroots football, but it, a lot more can be done from the top. Because I've seen that, like, I've seen Jesse Lingard react to, what's the French boy? Lacazette. And Jesse Lingard reacted and Lacazette went, I'm your brother. And he put Lingard on the spot. And you know what Lingard done? He went over and he hugged him. The game was going on. And they got on with it. But if our local clubs was to do that to each other, instead of when we clash, explode, let's clash, let's pick up each other off the floor. Because that will spread peace and a message amongst our community as well. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we're all fathers to children who are out there. The community is serious now. Do you know, like, kids are killing each other. There are kids out there killing each other as well. Not just our kids, there's lots of other kids. But if we're gonna be like that with each other, you know, then if you get it from outside, what do you expect? I'm a realist, Tabrice. Let's start loving each other. Because if we're together like that, and then people around us, we can help each other a lot more like that than like this. We can help each other a lot more. And I think the message will be sent. And 
I'm not even gonna sit here and say it's our fault because it's not our fault that people call us whatever. All I'm saying is we can do more as a community. Stick together, man. You know, stick together. You'll find that the kids will get on more. If we, if we interact more as fathers and take out our children as fathers, you're gonna get to meet other people's son. And if you got your son on you, that could be the, the, the meeting of someone who could have killed him one day. So it's, it's a deep thing. Like I said, I can go on for long about this, um, this racism in football, but you know, I, I, I'll leave it as that. I'll leave it as that for now. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.